Welcome to the Blackout Podcast, where I get to talk to amazing people who do amazing things. And today, I have someone I've been dying to talk to. Um, I mean, entrepreneur, um, immigration consultant, yes. just pretty, pretty awesome. But oh, and fashionista also. Do tell us about Thanks for coming to the podcast I today. I do try my best. <laughs> She's saying to you know. <laughs> I could do better. Oh my god! Yeah, I could, you know, but you know. Thanks yeah. for coming to the podcast today. Thank you for having me. Like you know, I mean, I, I just okay. So I'm Nigerian. You're Nigerian, and one of the things, like in any WhatsApp group, I'm with Nigerians, is like how life is getting a little bit difficult, and people yeah. are trying to move, and but. That also leaves way for people to get scammed a lot. Exactly. So mm -hmm. why did you decide to start your uh, consultant agency and how did the process to set it up? So um, we moved to Canada in 2018. Mm. However, my passion for immigration started way before then. So I had my kids in the States. And my first child was born in Maryland. It was a nightmare. So what was the nightmare? Maryland. No, like what made it to, a nightmare? You know, having the baby, knowing the right um, things to do. There was so much advice from different people. You know, you got to do this. You don't want to do this. And then getting the right hospital that would, you know, um, that allows you to pay out of pocket. Right. So there are some hospitals that... No matter what, even if you want to pay out of pocket, you're still going to pay the same lump sum as someone who has insurance. Oh. As opposed to some hospitals, when they find out that you don't have insurance, the the they kind of discount it, mm. you know, because they know that you're going to be paying cash, mm -hmm. you know. So when we had a baby in um, Baltimore, we spent quite a, a lofty amount of money. Because at that time, you know, we that was was our first time. It was actually even like my very first time in the States. Mm. So it was very, very, very confusing. So by the time we were gonna have the second baby, I was like, you know what? This is I'm not gonna allow what happened to me the first time ever happen to me again. Mm. Immediately we, you know. We got back to Nigeria. I started researching, I started looking for different things, you know, hospitals. The, the city, the state that is much better, you know, easier, cheaper, stuff like that. Mm. And that kind of, you know, prepped my, my interest into immigration. So with immigration, you know, it's mostly, well, I'm not going to say mostly, but there's a lot of research that goes into it. Mm -hmm. So I, I then, you know, that kind of just prepped my interest, you know, to immigration. So uh, at that time, I started, after I had the baby, um, Angela, my first daughter, mm. I... Oh, you have two girls? No, I have a girl and a boy. Oh, okay. And then, um, you know, we started, I started to kind of help people, just pro bono, not paid or anything. Like, Holy if you wanted to... Wow. Yeah, oh, I helped quite a number of people. You know, that wanted to go have their baby in the States. Mm -hmm. This was after I had my son. 
So by the time I went to have my son, I had it in Henry Cove in Virginia. I found a good hospital, very lovely. You know, they were offering great discounts for people who are out of country or out of, um, I'm going to say out of state, mm-hmm. you know, and I had quite a few of my friends that went there because of me. Fast forward to, you know, I think 2016. Yeah. Um, we started hearing about Canada. One of my husband's friends was talking about, um, you know, he was moving to Canada and he was kind of pushing my husband and my husband was like, oh, no, we don't want to go there. It was Canada. It was this or that. No, it was 2015, I think. Okay. And once again, I started researching. I started researching. I checked. I just found Nova Scotia and I was like, okay. Everybody was like, where is Nova Scotia? What is this? Where is this place? <laughs> you know, and at that time, um, Nova Scotia was the only province that was doing a pro- provincial nomination program that allowed, that got my husband's knock. Oh, and the knock uh, is very like, important. It's an essential aspect. Right. That's that number that kind of says what industry you are yes, in. Yes, so and... the knock is like... Um, it's called the National Occupation Classification. Okay. So it's um, what is used to classify each job. So right. there's a number for each job. Like, for instance, maybe a cook. There's a knock for that. Right, right, right. So right. It's, it's classified across Canada. It's the same knock for a cook across Canada. Mm-hmm. At that time, he was like financial representative. So was a, he's a banker. Anyways... You know, we did the whole application. I did the whole application, the whole process by myself. We helped from him. <laughs> it was a very tedious application. I'm not even going to... It took us two and a half years to come to Canada. What made it so difficult with the... Filling the forms, submitting it, answering questions. We got additional documentation. There was a lot of things that, mm. you know, happened along the line. So if I recall... They don't have, like, is that, like, uh, I don't know if it's the embassy or high commission, but one of them wasn't in Nigeria. You had to go to Ghana or something? Yeah, so you're, so it's a little more complicated than that. Oh, okay. So when you submit an application in a country outside of Canada, Mm. a lot of countries have um, embassies, or I'm going to say, yeah, embassies, who, or is it embassies we'll call them? Visa processing centers. Okay. Nigeria doesn't have one. Oh. The closest is Ghana. Right. Which is kind of backwards because Nigeria is way bigger than Ghana, but okay. You know, I don't know why that's happening. (laughs) Okay. That's a Nigerian government thing. So um, when you submit your application, Mm. it goes to, so there's different visa processing centers that are assigned to Nigeria. Because we don't have one. Oh. So your application could go to Ghana or it could go to London. Oh. Or it could even come to Nova Scotia because there's one in Sydney. Right, 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 right. Yes. So it depends. So a lot of people don't like going to Accra, Ghana because the it's a bit laid back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, it's hot. Well. It's hot. It's very, very hot. I've been to Ghana a few times. I don't know. It's a, few, it's a little... Laid back, okay. I want to say so. Yeah, the, the application Let's just say it's takes, not Lagos. It takes a longer time, mm. yeah, than other other 
processing centers. Anyways, we moved to Nova Scotia eventually, and then did you move straight to Halifax? Yeah, okay. straight to Halifax, straight from Nigeria, and we came here. And then when we moved here, you know, the initial plan was that he would start working because we we have uh, we had two little kids at that time. My daughter was um, soon to turn five. And my son was still like one year, like one year, two months. Mm. So, you know, our plan was, you know, he would work for a few months and then I would stay with the kids at home. Pending when my son would be able to start um, pre-primary, something like that. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, towards the end of the year, because we moved February 2018, you know, I started um, researching Wait, you once guys again. moved in winter? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. It was a very, very terrible time. I can't forget. Oh, my we God. We moved. On the day we came to Nova Scotia, I was yeah. in the car, and I was carrying my son in my hand, and... You know when you're coming from the airport? Right, right, right. It's so bleak. There's no light on the yes. expressway. To people who are non, um, you know, that are Canadians that are not from Africa. In Africa, in Nigeria, there's light posts everywhere. Mm. Whether you need it or you don't need it, they shall light they shall. <laughs> so imagine you're coming from the airport and, you know, everywhere is just dark and bleak. Yeah. And you're just in the bush and you're just wondering, <laughs> where is this place we are going? Right. Hmm. <laughs> And when we got there, you know, of course, we never envisaged how cold it was mm. going to be. Mm. So the next day, of course, you know, we need to go get our scene and all those things. You know, my son was in the stroller. My husband did not wear a jacket. What the fuck? <laughs> I wore a jacket. I didn't wear gloves. No, my God. So, it's February. Fucking hell. <laughs> we wear Frozen. Yes. yes. We missed the bus twice. <laughs> At one point, I started checking if my son was still breathing because oh he looked God. like, you know, when you're so cold, he was now yeah. lethargic. I was like, the hell did we get ourselves? <laughs> like, we now started like switching. Like, I'll take the gloves, give one to him, you give one to me. It was like, at a point in time, I was like, okay, we need to take a taxi. They get in the taxi. It was just chaos. Mm. The next time we were going out, I said, please don't forget your jacket. Like we were like Eskimos right. the next time we we're going. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. I cried that day because when you go back home, I was just like, what, a, what? <laughs> the hell is this place? It was so cold. Yes. So cold. Like my husband was like, we yeah. had a bus stop. Yeah. Like I'll give him one glove. He'll take one glove. And then I put one hand. Then my daughter was just like, she was crying. But you know when you're cold, are not coming out. I'm like, yes. This one has there, you know. This is it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then the next day, it actually snowed. Right. So when, when my mother said he woke up in the morning, because we, we got an Airbnb somewhere um, in the north end, mm. and like he opened the, the door, I don't know, I think he went outside, and there was just this blanket of white everywhere. You know when it first snows, like it looks so beautiful. Pretty, yeah. And also bleak. <laughs> 
yet because like by four is already night. Oh my god. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and then the silence. Yeah. Everywhere is quiet. I know. That silence, adjusting to that silence, I think it took me a whole year. To wake up in the morning and you're not here and you're just hearing birds chirping. You don't hear birds chirping in Nigeria. Everything is Everywhere is noisy. People are holding purple paws, all is yelling at the door. Something is yes. happening. You know, but you know, yeah. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. uh, you, should, you should have mentioned you came forever. Okay, so, but I mean, you, you got used to. Actually, mm. I lie. You can't get used to winter. You just like. <laughs> Summer is coming soon. I'm going to be honest, I prefer winter. <laughs> to be fair, though. Yeah. Because, like, I'd rather it snow than it rain. I agree. Yeah. I'm exactly the same. Yeah. I, I, I detests rain mm. in winter mm. because then it's everywhere is mushy yes. and yucky and brown Ugh, yes. disgustingly ugly yeah. but when it snows mm. it's so beautiful oh, and, and another thing I gotta say though the, the air kind of feels crisp when you're breathing yeah yeah yeah. yeah. that's a Nova Scotia weather there I, I love it I love it and it smells like I don't know winter is my favorite time because then you get to bundle up you wear you look nice. But that's where the fashionista also comes in. Like I said, I don't do well. I, I, I okay, think so I could do better. You guys, like, at what point, you know, having that experience in February, moving and stuff, but at what point did Halifax, Nova Scotia, start feeling like, okay, this is our home now? I'm going to say that would be during COVID. Oh, wow. What I happened? Think. That was when we were moving into our first home. That was when I, you know, I, I kind of told my husband, Dickbo, that, you know, I just feel like I don't think I can live anywhere else. No, I think I lie. Let me, I lie. Like our first apartment, when we first moved, because we moved, we got an Airbnb in the North End. Mm -hmm. We've lived in the North End the whole time we've been in Canada. And I don't know if you know the North End, it's like... We used to live in, um, like, um, I grew up in Festac in Nigeria. I grew up in Festac. Oh, come on, Israel. <laughs> come on. You're shitting me. No. Oh. I lived in 22 Road, 512 Road, Stop, I lived in 512. Yeah. We'll come back to that. We'll circle, we'll circle back to that part there. No, well, not, the North End is like Festac. Right. It's so artistic. It is exactly like Festac. So, I don't need to go anywhere to get anything. It's just mm. right behind me there. Mm. I want to go out nightlife downtown. Mm. I'm there. I want to go out groceries. It's all around. Mm. So, like, the when we moved into the Airbnb, you know, we were once again getting a lot of advice, different things. I'm a person that I just, I usually just do my thing. My husband is sane. But he's more... Um, Diplomatic and uh, politically. Right. He's a banker, so. Yeah, and <laughs> more of a radical woman that mm. does the opposite of I things. mean, look at the hair, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, this hair only just came about two years ago, actually, so. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I think when we moved into the apartment on Lindley Hammond was when, you know, I kind of felt like, this this could be home. Mm. This could be home. But when we eventually moved 
to um, our townhouse on same Lady Hammond, it kind of nailed it. That house was, it's, we call it the goose. It's a, it's the perfect, perfect place. It's, it's close to bus stops. It, you can actually even walk downtown if you want to from mm. there. It's, it's everything. That, that, that kind of nailed my feeling of home mm. in Halifax, wow. that house. Okay, so your, did your husband get a job in a bank right away? We have a couple of... Oh, my God! Men, you know women are Scotia. You know that it's only just now, like, after COVID that, you know, new immigrants are coming in, mm. are getting it so easy that you just get a job off the bat, you know, you just go, you apply, you get that. Mm. It wasn't like that when we first came. Yeah. Like, Nova Scotia, I love Nova Scotia. Like, it's a beautiful, beautiful province. But Haligonians are very clannish. Right. They're very, very clannish. If they don't know you, forget about it, mm -hmm. you know. So it's the same thing, you know, when it comes to getting a job, you know, you know, if you excuse me, your name, our names, our ethnic names, it, mm. it was really difficult for me to get a job, you know. And um, for my husband, he didn't get um, the bank off the bat. Mm. He started up with um, Eastlink and then he went on to TD Insurance. But he's a go-getter. He mm. was determined to get that banking job mm, mm. and he got it he did not let go for everybody that he met he would say hey i want to be in the financial sector mm. do you want can you hook me up like he would there's nothing he didn't do and eventually it paid off he's working in uh scotia bank now oh nice he's nice. a senior financial advisor there that's the people that tell you where to keep your money. Okay, okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. And did you, and it took him a while to get a job for you? Because, like, were you working? And how did you now transition from, like, office to job to now starting your I never your worked business? in an office before oh. I started. Well, I worked in an office after I got my license. But before then, like, last year I was going at towards the end of the year when we came, like, 2018. Mm. Um, I started doing caregiving. I started a care job. I was personal caregiver because it was able to afford me to... I, I worked at night. Oh, right. So you could so be with I the kids. So I could be with the kids during the day. And then he would, um, he would work during the day. And then when he comes back, I go. Mm. So, but then um, I started to research the immigration consultant route. You know, we looked at, that was really one of the reasons why I also started working because of money. It's, it was quite expensive. It was about 15, what am I saying? Almost $20,000, the course and everything. So you, I didn't even know you need to get a license to do that. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, yes. I'm a licensed, regulated, regulated Canadian immigration consultant. Holy shit. So, like, if, you know, um, a friend is in Nigeria, I was like, whatever, whatever. That is kind of one step to keep yourself from getting scammed, right? I, yes. I'm I just asking the person, are you licensed? Blah, exactly. Blah, blah. You must ask the person if they are licensed. Mm. I have a license number. You have to do an exam. Mm. You have to pay dues. 
to the body that governs our um, wow. yeah Holy every smoke. year okay. you have to pay license fee every year so this thing that you're kind of doing for free for your friends that for was years. Way, way yeah back. yeah you now find out you have to do a license and then like did you know once you do that license that you just start your own business or so you know essentially the reason why you know i went i decided to do go to school and you know fully get licensed was because I realized that it's something that I really, really do love. I love talking to people. Right. I love helping people. I have friends who, I have a friend, she's in Winnipeg now. And literally, like I was the one that helped her out with her whole process. Like she used to live in Ibadan and she came directly to my house. We set up her profile just to help her out with her application. And she, you know, she's in Canada now. She's even a Canadian as well. Mm. And... I realized that it was something that I really, really did enjoy doing. Mm -hmm. And then I decided that, you know what, why not I just get paid for this? Why not I just make this legal? Mm. Because in Canada, it's illegal for you to to help someone to do the application without the person, um, you know, stating that. Yes, there is a form you have to fill to give to authorize someone to do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You must say. So in my my instance, when I was doing that, you know, I was just giving advice. They Mm. were doing their thing, you know, because it's something that I have done many, many times. Mm. So I was giving advice, but they would do their thing. But I decided that, you know what, I want to start doing it for people so that I can also get money. Mm. At that time, you know, I wasn't really thinking that it was gonna be like my full job mm-hmm. yet. At that time, I'm gonna be really, really honest, you know. We were still thinking maybe like, well, okay, five years project- projection, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and, you know, my husband is very wonderful in his advice, you know, and in everything, you know, he, he was also very key and instrumental in, in this, my path, mm-hmm. because it's not easy. I studied for two, almost two years, like a year and a half. I was in school. Get out of here. I thought it was like a one weekend thing. And you get eh? out. <laughs> uh, one weekend. Okay. <laughs> this man playing. <laughs> no, really. What? Two years. Holy Are shit. Wow. <laughs> what? Wow, wow, wow. Immigration. I read immigration law. Holy smokes. Like, I went to school right, right, right. to read immigration law. Like, I practice. It is hard mm. for someone that has never, doesn't know anything about law. Right, right, it was, right, right. It was crazy. Like, I was like a zone before, like, the whole of 2019 into 2020. You did it during COVID, too. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. I drank a lot <laughs> during those times. I drank... So much alcohol. You're like, it I was, need to get it in. It was oh so crazy. Like, yeah. no, 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 no. Was, okay, so how did it feel when, I guess, you do the exam and they're like, yeah, it's your license now. How did it feel? Relieved. <laughs> relieved. I, I can read think? again. <laughs> what? <laughs> Children fries off your brain cells. Right. How I passed is still a mystery today. No, you put in the work, Oh, obviously. I did a whole lot, like... There will be nights my husband will come on and he will say, you are still reading. Mm. I'll say, ah, I will not read. Mm. $20,000. Ah, my brother, it's a lot of money. A ton of money, yeah. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. And then there was so much, you know, writing on it. I don't want to disappoint him, you know, or my family. I had a lot. Like, I have people who they did the exam, like, 
three times wow. before they could pass the the licensing exam. Mm -hmm. No, and I didn't want to, I wanted to pass it once and, you know, just be over it because mm -hmm. the exam was four hours. <laughs> <laughs> Look, eh, when I see some people who... So, um, <laughs> you did the exam during COVID, was it now all online or...? Yes, oh. yes, you have to... You have to be in a room that you're just by yourself. God and damn. And then they have like something oh, that is man. checking you out. And yeah. The exam itself is not even graded. Oh. Yes, it's pass or fill. Oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't end there. Also, if we pass, like, so with immigration, there are different aspects. There's family, there's um, provincial, there's um, citizenship. There's um, temporary business. If you pass only in some parts and you feel heavily in you some parts, you feel everything. You are filled. Holy smokes. Aha. So, so you kind of have to know all these things. Yes. And they, they will ask questions from all the aspects, right? So yes. you kind of have to read everything. Yes. You can't be like, I'll just focus on this one. Never. And immigration is so broad. So complex. Mm. It's not what you see on the internet that they're like, oh, yeah. you can do it by yourself. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay, so now... Believe that at your own peril. <laughs> yeah, I, I see some TikToks. I'm like, I mean, I knew how long it took to do it. And now I see some TikTok. I'm like, I don't know if these people know what they're talking about. So. <laughs> they don't. Yeah, it's like, eh, it doesn't sound right to mm -mm. me. And like, you know... The pro, like, you can't do it yourself, but you I think you you still need, like, at least someone You need to that... be really, really, like, research, know what you're doing, and don't just think that, oh, one side fits everybody. Mm. No. When it comes to immigration, what works for you might not work for me. Mm -hmm. You know? Your application might be so straightforward that, you know, you don't even need to put anything. You don't even need to think mm. about it. While some people, it's so complicated that... Even two consultants may have to work on your case. Mm. You know, it's not as one, it's like a. Am I going to say a la carte? No, no a la carte. What's that word to say? You know, it's not the same thing that fits everyone. It's like culture. Oh, right, right, right. Like your dressing. <laughs> this Mr. Israel. I'm just a normal, normal, normal gay. Eh? Okay. That just likes fashion. All right, all right, all right. Okay. Um, did you start your business right away once you got licensed? No, okay. not at all. So once I got my license, you know, I, I was working at Manulife at that time. Mm. Yes, I was working at Manulife. Yeah. Yes. And uh, my brain is very easy. I forget things. So I have my husband. He <laughs> remembers things for me. Right. Anyways, um, um, before getting the license, you know... We had had like discussions as to how the practice would start. Mm. Um, so as you well know, the immigration world is quite um, competitive mm. with um, the quacks and also the legal people. Mm -hmm. Everybody, you know, it's like a jungle. And because um, I didn't have experience yet, you know, representing so many people mm -hmm. by myself. You know, we decided that, you know what, 
perhaps I'll look for a company that I would work with mm. that needed the services of a consultant or they already had their own consultants and they needed like an additional one so that I could, you know, hone my own skills because I want to say I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm a professionalist, but something close to that. <laughs> <laughs> I like everything being perfect. Right. And I didn't want a situation <clears throat> where I'll put my candidates mm. in a situation whereby when I start an application, because of lack of experience, mm -hmm. I wouldn't be able to complete it. Luckily, I was able to get a company to work with. Um, I think I got that job in 2022 mm. after... I, I was still doing some applications, you know, not a lot, mm. like students, temporary um, people that wanted to do. They already had um, maybe like advice, something like that. But when I joined that company, it opened up a whole lot of experience for me. Mm. I got so much experience with foreign workers, with employers, um, because I worked in the HR aspects. Mm. So I got about... Eight months, eight months work experience mm -hmm. with that company. And then decided that, you know what, this year, we were already thinking 2023 was going to be a year that we wanted to try and branch out, mm -hmm. you know, and then in January, decided to take that big jump and start doing my own full business. Mm. I'm not going to lie, it's been... A roller coaster since then. In what way? Oh, so much um, expansion. Oh, so yes. growth. Okay, growth. Um, we the projection that we had, we surpassed it. Holy shit! So we have to move some stuff. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this London trip, essentially, <clears throat> was supposed to be earlier in the year. But we pushed it because we have so much on our plate. Mm -hmm. And then we decided that the London trip is basically, you know, to meet our quota for next year. Let's talk about the London trip. Uh -huh. What is what is happening there? Also, that country is so expensive. Yeah. I know, right? But <laughs> let's talk about the London trip. <laughs> So with London, what, what our aim is to, you know, there are a lot of people in the UK who, um, because I have friends who live in the UK, mm -hmm. and they've indicated to me, they've reached out several times to me, to my husband. Um, we have a business development officer um, as well as an IT person. And they've reached out, you know, we've had so many communications and we also have clients who are from the UK mm. who have expressed interest, you know, to move in. Because the UK, I think their immigration um, routes are it's a little bit complicated mm. and much longer than the Canadian one. And, you know, people would want to move here. I'm not even talking only about Africans. I'm talking about a lot of nationals, mm. you know. And they feel like, well, I feel like, Canada is much better, you know. I than, agree. Yeah. In in terms of lifestyle, in terms of jobs, in terms of even economy, I think. You know one thing I'm, I have to actually ask you. So you've had experience of like, you know, 
being in a hospital in Nigeria, being in a hospital in America, all these different countries. How was your own experience of going to a Canadian hospital? They do everything and then you leave and they don't ask for money. <laughs> How was the experience for you when that happened? I'm curious. It's so beautiful. I know, right? It's so beautiful. <laughs> like you just walk in, yeah. show your card, yeah. and walk out. I know. As opposed to America, we pay yeah. almost $30,000 yeah. for my daughter. Yeah. Yeah, no, so when people are like, oh, Canadians, I'm like, you know what? You will get used to the winter, don't worry. Whatever. But like, because I had like a serious thing, I was in the hospital for a while, and I was just thinking, if I was in a different country, you two things would pay. happen. I'll have to pay a lot, I'll be dead, straight One up. One of those two. So, yes. but then, I mean, you know, in, out, I'm okay, and it's like... You know, a lot of people complain about the healthcare, you know, the wait time. Yeah, it could be a little better, but you know, when you're having to, to not pay, yeah, I know we're paying taxes and all that, mm -hmm. but... Even, even, even though, mm. even though, even though, are you not paying taxes in, in Nigeria? Any country. Also, the other thing is that, to be fair, like, if it's serious, serious, serious. They, they're on it. Yes. They yes. are on it. Like, we went to the United Kingdom in April um, for our anniversary. I'm asthmatic. I have severe asthma. Mm. So I had an asthma attack on the plane coming back. And before we were on, on ground, the, the ambulance was there. I was right, taken right into the hospital to the closest place. Like they did so many tests. Like it was, it was very efficient. There wasn't anybody was like asking you, oh, bring your eye, bring your leg. No, it was very, very straightforward. When it comes to emergency, they, they are right on, on it. it. Yeah. That's the only thing. No, so, I mean, obviously, yes, there's wait times for things, but yeah. if they make you wait, I, I think you should be like, okay, I'm not dying now, right? It's when they rush you that you should be like, that oh, you're shit. Bleeding. <laughs> or maybe one bone is sticking out. Yes. And nobody's answering you. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Okay, so the London trip, um, what is going to happen? How long are you going to be there? So, um, I'm going a week ahead to you know just try and like take a look at things mm -hmm. and make sure that everything is on ground um although the business development officer had also gone like uh, a few months a few months back when october right in august um basically we're just gonna do like um, three free seminars in three different cities um um 24th is in birmingham mm -hmm. Um, 26th in Manchester and 28th in London. Oh. Um, just, you know, to talk about, you know, the different immigration pathways. Mm -hmm. And then anyone that wants to have like a one-on-one -on -one, um, immigration consultant session with me, that might be a paid one. Right. Like I a mean, no, it, like a, it can't be might. It has to be paid. It, it will be. Ah, okay. But it's just not going to be like there will be a this, discount. Right, you right, know? right. Like if you want to ask like in-depth mm. questions. Mm. Yes. Mm -hmm. But uh, the seminar is basically going to be about the different pathways. Um, a few, you know, prominent ones right now. And also, you know, why you should choose us to, you know, be your immigration um, 
company. See, talking about that, you know, you mentioned foreign workers, all these one students, which is like the fastest. There's no such thing. <laughs> There's no such thing. <laughs> no such thing as fastest. Okay. Every path is very relative to every person. Oh. It's, there's no such thing as fastest. I know people always want to say, what was the quickest way? What was the fastest way? Mm. Some people, immigration, like I'm going to use my friend in Winnipeg. She went through the express entry routes. That's how she came. Oh, what is... So the express entry is a management um, program or portfolio that the government uses to management permanent residence applications. Oh. Under the Express Entry, there are three different programs. The Federal Skilled Worker, um, Canadian Experience, and Federal Skilled Trades. She was a Federal Skilled, skilled Worker under the Express Entry. Okay. That's basically the most... Um, I need a word. Um, most common... Okay. Yeah. The most common um, program that people usually go and apply under. Mm. So she applied under, underneath that. Her application took six months. <laughs> and then While she got the people, permanent residence. Some people, it takes two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah some people, one year. Yeah. So it's it depends. It's, mm. it's very relative on who is handling your application. That's what I always tell my clients. Mm. It could be, yeah, you live here, right? You mm. live in Canada and you know how it goes. Mm -hmm. It could be that they assigned your application to someone who has gone on leave mm. or is on maternity leave. And you just have to wait. You have to wait until the person <laughs> is back. It is what it is, you yeah. know. You know, so there's no fast route. Mm. There's mm. no fast route. I'm not, I don't, I don't, I don't, um, I don't sell that. I don't tell people that, oh, this is the quickest way. Right. Every route is relative to each individual circumstances. So what's the best way, like, you know, for someone to get in touch with you and your services? How does that work? So the best way would be phone number. We have a business number. We have where we can leave that, right. you know, later on and an, an email. Um, emails are quickest because, um, you know, that gets attended to in like three, four business days. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, you can also get on the phone lines, place a call, there's a WhatsApp number. Um, and then you can also go on the website. We have a website. You can just directly book um, a consultant time with me. And uh, that just directly goes to my calendar. And then, you know, we can, we can set up a time to talk. Your calendar must be crazy though. Yes, it is, <laughs> coupled with- um, Yeah, everything, different... the travel. Yeah, your wife, your mom, oh your business God. owner. Actually, talking about all those things, all those things you do, like, how do you, I guess, take care of yourself? Like, relax? Hmm. <laughs> I don't think I ever really do relax. No? No, because how do I relax? Drinking, honestly. <laughs> yeah, going out. Okay. We have, I have a very, we have very active social life. So. Oh, okay. Ah. <laughs> How do we relax? Nobody has ever asked me that question before. Mm. I don't know if I want to say what I do to relax. Oh! On camera. <laughs> I do a lot of gummies. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. legal here in Canada. I know. I know, but you know, you know. 
Man, we live in a really, really cool country. Though, I to love be, it. To be fair. I love it. <laughs> Halifax is even the best. Like, it's awesome. You can just do you and, you know, nobody not gotta look at you strangely. Okay, you're, you're a busy woman and, I, and I'm like just taking your time. So I feel like we have to do a part two of this. Because I agree. We haven't talked about the cake business. <laughs> uh, you know, we haven't touched that one. So... So, um, but like before, I'm gonna let you go by asking this question. Though. Sure. You know, you've like moved your entire family to Halifax. You've mm -hmm. made Halifax home, um, and now you're working with all these clients that want to move. What are two or three things that you know people that might consider moving to Nova Scotia, Halifax? What are some things that you feel they should know? I feel you should have an open mind. Mm. You should be open to you know. Perhaps changing career if you need to. Very open. You know, Canada is a place to completely renovate or like change yourself, reinvent yourself. Mm -hmm. That is what I did when I came here. I would, if anyone had told me that I would become a licensed immigration practitioner, mm. I would be like, oh, no. Mm -hmm. You know, completely have an open mind. Um, Canada is a place that allows you to be your true authentic self. That's another thing. Don't try and like to tow the parts that every other person has told. Mm. You know, try to, you know, decide that, oh, think about it. Is this what I like? You can also, Canada is also somewhere that you can have multiple streams of income. Mm. You can you can work a full-time job and still have your hobby or your side hustle. Do it at night. Mm. You know, one of my husband's colleagues, she's a fool. She does like bartending and she works in a bank mm. you know it's something like canada allows you to also you know not only um work full-time open-mindedness is the best way mm. don't be don't be thinking that you have to be restricted in your in your ways or anything like that like open just come here with a free mind and you're gonna gonna do great things wow Totu. okay i know you're about to go to london please bring back something for us i will try my best <laughs> i'll try my best i've had a wonderful There's time a streak all right yes, yes, yes. <laughs> for me okay yeah thank you so much for sharing um so much and i'll make sure when uh we'll we have, have like your contact party, right we have to do part two because then we'll talk about the cake i like i didn't even touch the cake business <laughs> today because like immigration is something that is really really personal to me true my sister is in in calgary now okay and, like you know trying to get my family here so it's like you know, so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna help you. Right, right, right. So this one was really, really personal for me, but I really appreciate you sharing, and I can't wait to have you back again. Honestly, such an awesome person. I love everything about you. Thank so you. awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, truly authentic. <laughs>